0: Athletes will tell you that working out is not the most important part of training. Recovery is. Isn't that fascinating? The number one cause of athletic injuries is the lack of recovery time between training sessions. Now, let me repeat this because it's so counterintuitive. Recovery is more important to athletic performance than training is because your body needs to rest and repair between periods. Of exertion. As one researcher reported, by not letting each of the muscle groups rest, a person will reduce their ability to repair. Insufficient rest also slows fitness progression and increases the risk of injury. Okay, so you know where I'm headed, right? That's very orienting. That is a physical expression of a reality that applies to your heart and soul as well, dear ones. We could probably predict who's going to burn out and who's not by looking at their recovery practices. But most people don't take their recovery seriously. They're simply shocked and heartbroken when their soul suddenly gives out, like that camel who has walked a thousand miles and drops. How will you build recovery into your life? What's your plan? Healing from trauma involves naming what the trauma was and what its effects upon us have been. This is the story work every good therapist helps their client through. What happened? What was it like? Tell me the story. This narrative approach helps process trauma and actually rewires the brain. Gang, you can't heal trauma without grieving it. This is why the mad rush to go out right now and just grab some joy and the global denial insisting that, hey, everything's getting back to normal are actually cruel. To the soul. It's a shared attempt to sweep it all under the rug, but the problem is a good part of your soul goes right along with it, under the rug. So I want to suggest two things. First, look back to name what these years have been like for you. Name the losses, the fears, the sources of your anger and frustration. Imagine I'm your therapist and I've just asked you, What's it been like for you? What's been hard? What made you mad? What do you wish had never happened? Put it all out there. Honor it. grieve it. And again, because you're listening to an audiobook, you might be out on a run, you might be at the gym, you might be on a flight. Can I recommend that you don't just go, "Oh wow, yeah, that's really good," and just, you know, crush on through the rest of this. I really do suggest that at some point you stop and do this. Secondly, pay attention in the current moment. It's far better to do this work in real time. Name what the current moment feels like, what it's demanding of you, how it's impacting your soul. Stay current with the cost of living in an hour like this, in a world like this. When you have a heart for humanity, when you share Jesus' compassion for people, communities, and creation, you're going to experience a lot of heartache in an hour like this one. Care for your soul by putting words to what it's like. Don't just pretend that everything's fine. And by the way, this is exactly what's modeled for us in the Psalms. I mean, have you read the Psalms lately? David and the other writers cry out to God with deeply raw descriptions of what's happening all around them and how it makes them feel. Read Psalm 6, Psalm 13, Psalm 42, for examples. Let them be your guide to emotional health.